0: Hi, I'm Yusuf Dahl, and when I was 18, I was convicted of selling drugs. For the past three years, I've had difficulty finding housing because it is legal in the United States to discriminate against individuals that have a past drug distribution conviction on their record for life. It doesn't matter if it was a hard drug like heroin or a drug that's now legal or partially legal in many states across the country like marijuana. The Thurman Amendment was introduced to the Fair Housing Act in 1988 by segregationist Strom Thurman. And it's since been used to deny housing to all people. But because people of color are disproportionately jailed for drug charges, we are affected more. My goal is to overturn this amendment to start an end to housing discrimination that unfairly targets people of color. If you would like to join this movement, please visit thurmanamendment.org to learn more.
1: A message from the Fable and Folly Network.
2: Good morning, Columbus High students. Today is Monday, November seventh, two 2005, and these are your morning announcements. Please be advised this episode contains strong language and some period typical homophobia, as well as underage drinking and discussion of underage drug use. Congratulations to the marching band for making it to regionals at the MCBA. Please see Bo if you'd like to cheer them on in person. And this weekend is the first football game of the season. Tickets are available at the office. Go Comets!
3: Okay, so the first thing you need to understand to appreciate just how bonkers this story is going to get is that Columbus High School in the year of our Lord, 2005, is not like a haven of love and tolerance. It's not one of those schools where everybody calls the teachers by their first names and nobody gets grades or wears shoes. The morning before our story starts in government, we had a debate about gay marriage. It was not pro versus con. It was con versus sure gays are an abomination, but maybe it's a little over the top to compare them to axe murderers. Maybe they're more like, I don't know, shoplifters. I the uh... I spent the whole period drawing on my arms with a felt-tip marker, till the teacher sent me to wash it off. I couldn't get it on for the rest of the day. Kids kept shooting me looks like, how high were you? The answer being none. None high. Unfortunately. In a way, that's the second thing you need to know.
2: I think I got, like, a D? C-minus, maybe.
4: Dude, what is with Miss Cook and Pop quizzes? Ugh.
2: Element of surprise. It's so gay.
3: <laughs> so gay. Yo, Zach. Sup, Eddie? Where are you going? Guess.
2: Again?
3: Home sweet home. What'd you get caught smoking up? Who can even say at this point?
2: <laughs> See you, Zach.
3: What's up, Miss P? Take your seat, please, Zach. Everyone, everyone, take your seats. Yeah.
4: Hey. Hey. Uh, what? How does this work? The desk? Detention. How does it work?
3: Oh, first time? I... Yeah. We sit here quietly for an hour. Then what? Then we go home? That's it? An hour of sitting? She takes our phones too. She what? If you have a phone with you. She gives them back at the end.
4: What is the point of this?
3: High school, man. What's with the notebook? You gonna write like an angry letter to the president about it? Dude, what'd you do? I'm sorry? To get in trouble. Detention. What'd you do?
4: Does this school really not have a single gender-neutral restroom? What? Over 2,000 kids go here every year. The odds that not a single one falls outside the the traditional Western gender binary. That's why you're here? You use the girls' bathroom? It's the 21st century. You shouldn't need to be non-binary to see what an unsafe environment that's going to make for anyone who... (sighs) I didn't use the girls' bathroom.
3: So then why? I calmly
4: pointed out how completely, wildly unacceptable it was to deny kids such a fundamental right, and he, a U.S. history teacher of all people, should know better than to
3: actually say- History. Was it Walker? Yeah. That sucks, dude. Walker's a dick. Listen, word of advice? You're new here, right? Maybe you don't want to be known right out the gate as, like, bathroom kid, you know? No, sorry, uh, free country and all that. What am I saying? You're gonna do fine. Stay gold, cool, pony boy or whatever. Hell, maybe the whole rebel then gets you girls.
4: Women are Pokemon, asshole. Gabriel Navarro, you just earned
0: yourself another detention. We do not allow that kind of language in here.
3: Yeah, Gabriel, you bet your ass we don't. <laughs> Zach, you too. Detention. <laughs> Oh no, what? Really? A word about Gabe Navarro, or who am I kidding, more than one word. In addition to having the most intense eyes known to the human race, like x-ray vision great eyes, Gabe Navarro believes in the separation of church and state. Like, believes believes. You could write hymns on his feelings about the separation of church and state, ironically. Or maybe that's not irony. Shit, I sleep through English, I don't know. He thinks that the two-party system and the campaign finance system need aggressive overhaul. He's still mad about the Electoral College, even though the whole thing with Gore was fully five years ago. He holds that America's shrinking middle class is creating, quote, what's basically neo-feudalism, he is horrified CHS has no recycling program, and he is still incensed about the bathroom thing. All of this I learned waiting for the start of our next detention together, and all of it stems from the one question I asked upon slipping into Mrs. Peterson's class seconds after the bell, which, for the record? was sup. I maybe ran all the way there. I might have left over a freshman at one point. Details are hazy. For the record, totally worth it.
4: And really, this all goes back to Reagan who gets lauded like some kind of saint, but not only did his regulation and so-called reforms gut the social fabric of America, Uh he also absolutely has blood on his hands, like more than most presidents and not just.
3: Everybody be quiet. One hour
0: starts now.
4: Hey, Gabe. Gabe.
3: Gabe. We're not supposed to... Talk? Yeah, it's a paradox, right? Stop cooking. I'm bored. Entertain me. The book he tosses at me is Tell Me How Long the Train's Been Gone by James Baldwin. Classic literature, really? It's actually... Gabe,
4: no talking in detention.
3: (sighs) All right. Hour's Uh... up. Get out of here. Hey. Need that back. Let me finish this sentence, dude. Hang on.
4: You're actually reading it?
3: Try not to shit yourself, but yeah, I can read. I didn't mean it like that.
4: Did you like
3: it? I don't know, man. It's Slow going. Doesn't even have any pictures. Or, well, it didn't. Good thing I always carry a marker. Give me back my book. <laughs> Just messing with you. The book's fine, Gabe. Bye, Gabriel. See you tomorrow. He has detention again? Every day this week. And there, standing in Mrs. Peterson's room with that last sentence still in red, there are exactly two thoughts in my head. One, Jesus, what did that guy do? Two, what can I do to get three more detentions? In the end, though, all it takes is filling the first floor men's faculty bathroom floor to ceiling with packing peanuts. If anyone asks, it's a political statement. Nobody asks. Zach! Hey.
1: Can you give me a ride home?
3: I assume you mean my home? Yeah. Mi casa su casa, amigo. Amiga. Tori Kruger, are you admitting we're friends?
1: I'm admitting you're bad at Spanish. Cody's coming too.
3: It's Wednesday. Yeah? Not that I don't like hanging out with your little brother, but... We're staying over. Tori...
1: We're staying over. No questions. (sighs)
3: Sure. Sure. You got clothes and toothbrushes and stuff? We're fine. I'll have to wait around an hour before I can take you.
1: Detention again? All this week. You're smiling. Am I? It's disturbing.
3: Yeah, well, no questions. Zach, you're early. Again. Hey, Gabe. I've been wondering, do we, like, need civil liberties? On Friday, I spend our final detention together, trying to think of something to say at the end—something funny and memorable, but also cool and effortless, and you know, natural. It's tricky. I watch the clock tick down to 3:45, and when it comes, I've still got nothing. And Gabe, well, he doesn't exactly wait around. <sighs> Two Saturdays later, Tori sneaks over with a bottle of vodka for video games and drunk trash talking. How do you like that? are you hungry? Eat lead, shithead. Zach, that's your guy. I'm shooting you. You assume I'm rooting for myself. Maybe I want to be on the winning team for once. Why are you-
1: You've been running headfirst into that wall for, like, five minutes. Right. Do you still have those drawings you did last week?
3: Maybe. The mushrooms?
1: The messed up monsters.
3: Uh, Yeah. Got crammed someplace. Uh, here, go nuts.
1: Right. Got anything to smoke?
3: Cigarettes. Nothing else. You? Nope. Tell your dealer to get his ass out of prison. This sucks.
1: Quit calling him that. Nick's my friend. I've known him since I was four.
3: When's he getting out?
1: Five months.
3: Ugh, might as well get a hobby or something.
1: You could always join Social Justice Club. What? It's this activism-y... The dude who started it is, like, terrifyingly determined to recruit people.
3: Oh, uh, that Navarro guy? Yeah. Think you'll go?
1: Nah. What about you?
3: No. God, why would I? He didn't, like, mention it to me or anything. I mean, why would he? No. Definitely no. Is there more vodka?
1: Not for you. Here. Take a monster.
3: Monday. Last class of the day. Worst class of the day. World myth. I had a mythology phase way back when, but I took the class because I figured it'd be easy. Looking around the room, I get the sense 24 kids had the same thought. We're talking wall-to-wall jocks and burnouts. Well, jocks, burnouts, and Leslie McClary. She's a year younger, but I remember her from Middle School Mural Club. She was so clumsy we didn't let her touch the paint she just sit on the ground, cleaning everyone's brushes and reading aloud from whatever book happened to be in her backpack. Shel Silverstein and Rumi, Edgar Allan Poe and Gwendolyn Brooks. Leslie stammers when she's called on in class, but she's never had any problem reading. Even facing the wall, paintbrush in hand, you could hear the reverence in her voice. I wonder if she remembers any of that. She doesn't seem to have changed much since middle school. If anything, she's just become more herself. Because Leslie lives by her own rules. Halfway into sophomore year, she'll show up to school in shirts with wolves on them, baggy men's jeans, a faded Sailor Moon backpack, a pointedly rainbow scrunchie hanging from the end of her long, fraying braid. Her survival instincts hurt just looking at her. I've read the school handbook three times. Once in the fitful, optimistic summer before high school, and then twice in the years after that, looking for rules to break. In theory, CHS has a zero-tolerance policy against bullying. In practice... Leslie. Hey, Les.
4: Les I like your backpack, Leslie. You like anime, are are you into Hentai?
3: Do you even know what Hentai is? It goes on like that for a while. I'll spare you. Mr. Clark doesn't even look up from his game of computer solitaire. She doesn't give him a reaction and eventually he wanders off. She's staring down at her book. She hasn't turned a page in about five minutes. I don't really know why I do it. Hey, Leslie. Hey. Okay, screw, Mary kill. Norse mythology, Greek mythology, Egyptian mythology.
5: Um, what? It's
3: a simple question.
5: Okay. Uh, see, this uh, this is actually yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I have it. I have it. Mary, Norse mythology. The wedding feast alone would be worth it. Um, kill Egyptian mythology. Oh, I mean, not as any kind of. A... The stakes are different. You know, it'll rise again. I mean, resurrections in the lifeblood, and screw Greek mythology. But I use every kind of protection so you don't get you know swan herpes. <laughs> Full herpes. <laughs> Flying showers of gold coins. Herpes. Uh, my turn. Uh, screw Mary. Kill the color yellow. The sound of symbols and trepidation.
3: Mm. Kill trepidation. Screw yellow. I can deal with it for a little while, but I couldn't look at it for life. Mary symbols.
5: Really? The sound of symbols just following you everywhere.
3: A little but ching every time I make a joke. Hell yeah. <laughs> Screw Mary Kill, sleep, laughter, or pizza.
0: Leslie! Oh, Leslie, my darling, how I've missed you. Never, ever leave me like that again. Hey, Krista. How was that? It was very believable. I'm gonna audition the shit out of that part. I can feel it. How's it going? Horrible. I had a tragic case of Leslie withdrawal. (laughs) I was five minutes away from slapping a wig on Andy and making him talk about Dante just to fill the void. (gasps) Hey, Zach. Sup? Yeah, that sounds tough. It was agony. We're talking slings, arrows, outrageous fortune, the works. Oh, is Zachary coming with us? Ooh, he should. Okay, so we're going
5: to a meeting. Is this, like, activism-y?
3: Oh, yeah, Okay. Social Justice Club is still setting up when we slip into Miss Cook's room. Maybe Krista put out some kind of only black girl in the school bat signal, because half of Columbus High's ethnic diversity is here. Which is to say, not just Gabe, and not just Pony Chandra Saker, who's leaning on her cane as she writes welcome on the board in bubble letters, but Andy Lee of all people. Wrestling team dudes aren't famous for questioning the social order. Andy's the only other guy, and I can't help wondering how many of the girls just showed up to stare at Gabe. Then again, in the waning minutes before the meeting, nobody's really looking in his direction. Andy's bouncing a super Superball, Pony is adding cat ears and tails to each of her letters, and Krista and Leslie are talking with their heads bent together. No ulterior motives in sight. You've gotta hand it to Gabe. In a school where even most of the potheads are conservative, he's managed to find four allies all united by a common purpose. Well, except for Andy, who could be there by accident. When Gabe looks up and sees me, Muscle on his jaw twitches gratifyingly. Hey, why are you here? Gosh, I don't know. I guess I just felt like making a difference in my local community.
5: He's, uh, he's with us.
3: Really? Hey, you never know. Maybe I'll see the light and decide I'm just nuts about change.
5: Oh no, are we starting?
3: The letters look great, Pony.
5: I think the last cat could be cuter.
3: Don't make me say, it's perfect. Don't make me be that guy.
0: (laughs) Welcome to the Social Justice Club! We meet Mondays and Fridays... Last week, we voted on what cause to tackle, for now. Pony won. She had the war.
3: Right. In the entire war. No pressure. So, this week.
5: We're starting.
4: This week, calling your representatives. Michigan senators, of course, and our house rep. Don't be nervous. They have interns for actually answering the phone. All you have to do is call, establish your from their district, share your stance on the issue, and tell them it'll affect how you vote. Pony?
5: What if we're too young to vote right now? Will we get in trouble for lying?
4: Great point. Yesterday, I met with our legal consultant. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what you need to know 2006, 2008, and 2006 again. Anyone want to guess what these are? Oh, oh. Krista.
0: Their re election years. Exactly.
4: So, Pony, you say.
0: I will be voting in the 2008
5: election, and this issue will affect my vote.
4: Perfect. It may feel awkward at first, but that's what your call script's for. And remember, you're not misleading them. You're a future voter, and your vote counts just as much as anyone else's. Mm-hmm. They work for you. Any other questions?
3: What if I'm a single-issue voter and my one issue is just how sick their dance moves are? Hi again, Gabe. Why are you here? Damn, you mean this isn't cheerleading tryouts? Must have taken a wrong turn somewhere. Every time I show up, and I show up every time, Gabe asks why. He seems, at best, resigned to my presence, but he still keeps asking. I tell myself, maybe part of Gabe looks forward to the latest smart-ass answer. Maybe he'd even be disappointed if I stopped coming to meetings. I tell myself this, and I'm struck by a sudden memory of being 11 years old, pointing a homemade wand at an automatic door, and trying to convince myself I had moved it by magic. Zach, Eddie, what's up?
4: You and McClary have been uh, cozy lately.
3: Dude, I don't like her like that.
4: (laughs) Good. You realize she's not... Into
3: guys, right? Leslie's not gay, she's just weird. <laughs> Please.
4: Do you know any straight chicks named
2: Leslie? <laughs> I'll see ya.
3: See ya. Gabe and his friends have a plan. It's all set in place on whiteboards and notebooks and probably Krista's live journal somewhere. What they don't seem to understand is that humanity isn't going to get better. Even if you wanted to, you can't just wake up smarter, kinder, braver. doesn't work that way. As I stuff my books into my backpack, I'm thinking I should really stop going to meetings. Why are you here? No worries, I'm only in it for the snacks. There are no snacks. I know, and I think I deserve a lot of credit for how well I'm handling my disappointment. <sighs> Social Justice Club writes call scripts against the war, they circulate petitions, they plan a field trip to a protest happening two towns over, nobody asked me to drive, even though I have a giant ass van. But for the first time in years, I find myself sketching real people again. Suddenly my algebra notebook is half filled with scribbled portraits. Krista rebraiding Leslie's hair, Leslie laughing at whatever Krista's saying under her breath, Gabe frowning thoughtfully over a sheet of paper, Pony and Andy decorating Pony's cane with Constellation stickers. I try not to draw Gabe more than the others. I I mean, I do try.
0: Zachariah! (laughs) What are you doing out here? We ended like ten minutes ago.
3: Waiting on Tori. I'm a ride.
0: Well, hell, let us wait together.
3: Good meeting today. Really? Eh, It's pretty nuts you guys can remember all those numbers off the top of your head and shit. (laughs)
0: Heh, <laughs> that's nothing. I got like half of Shakespeare's sonnets up here. The ones that aren't total bullshit.
3: He's Shakespeare.
0: I know. Everyone falls over themselves to point that out. He's okay as dead white guys go, but I've read better.
3: <sighs> you are exactly the same. Remember when we used to play war at recess and you'd bust my chops over historical accuracy?
0: Okay, it was World War Two. You wanted a talking robot dog.
3: I stand by that. Think how fast we would have beat the Germans with robots on our side.
0: Okay, that's not even historical accuracy, that's just like sticking to a genre. (laughs) (laughs) You seriously remember all that?
3: How could I forget, dude? Those were the days. You know how sometimes you have to hear yourself say something out loud before you realize how pathetic it sounds? Like bad enough when someone's dad is all, high school is the greatest time of your life. But Jesus, who admits to peaking in second grade? Try to throw on a laugh, but it's way too late. Common is just sitting there like a turd in a public pool.
0: Hey, so we're getting together this weekend to watch a movie,
3: if you'd want to join this us. This sounds great, but I've got plans that day.
0: That's interesting. You know, since I didn't say what day it was.
3: Well, uh, you know, it's... Um...
0: Okay, we can go.
3: Dude, Tori, where were you?
1: Stop by my place. We were out of vodka, so I got schnapps. Peppermint. Ugh. It was that or gin, and they would have noticed the gin. What?
0: You shouldn't have that on school grounds.
1: You're the only one who's watching. Zach, are we leaving or what?
3: Have a good weekend.
1: Yeah. Did you see that look she was giving me? Like I'm a barefoot orphan in one of those Save the Children ads.
3: What were you like in second grade?
1: You really don't remember me, do you?
3: You weren't in my orbit. You were, like, popular and shit.
1: Well, I was a bitch. What does it matter?
3: Doesn't, I guess. Got a job. Seriously? Where?
1: Town library. When? Three weeks ago. Huh. (sighs) I don't know. Maybe you'd be in the loop if we ever saw each other. What? What? It's not too late, you know. You could drive back around and meet up with Krista and all her perfect friends and drink warm milk and talk about opera or whatever the hell it is they do for fun.
3: Um, hey, if you want to hang out more...
1: God, Zach, not everything is about you.
3: Want me to make you a pizza?
1: You can't cook.
3: It's a frozen pizza, but I'll put it in the oven for you. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit.
1: Next time, you might want (sighs) to unwrap it first.
3: Sure, in retrospect. Want some cereal?
1: Yeah.
3: You could always come with me to
1: meetings.
3: (laughs) Ha! You have a point. Leslie's reading instead of paying attention in the last few minutes of World Myth. Nobody could blame her for that. The funny thing is, the book she's sneaking is the Iliad. may even be in the original Greek. I only catch a glimpse of it as we pass notes back and forth on a picture I'd been drawing of a duck dressed as Poseidon and wearing a snorkel. You are the worst at slacking. Ever.
5: I took world mythology to learn world mythology. I'm not letting world mythology get in the way of that. Hey, this duck is amazing. Can I keep it?
3: Sure, as long as you promise to take him on walks and clean oh. up after.
5: Oh, actually, I have something for you, too. Have you ever read any World War I poetry?
3: Uh, not much of a poetry guy or a huge fan of those old-timey... Uh,
5: it's not like what you're thinking. Borrow this, you'll like it. World War I was kind of the death of old-timey anyway. Lost Generation, you know, Hemingway and all that.
3: Oh, Hemingway. I hated Old Man in the Sea, even the Cliff Notes.
5: <laughs> Krista hates Hemingway, too. She said the funniest thing about it at lunch the other day, so she and Gabe were joking. And...
3: Gabe made a joke?
5: Yeah, what are you talking about? Gabe jokes?
3: I mean, droll little asides to pony about gerrymandering, sure.
5: Have you ever even talked to him when he's not annoyed or in the middle of something? He's different when he's just hanging out.
3: Well, I don't have any way of knowing that, do I?
5: Yeah, and whose fault is that? Uh, sorry. We missed you last weekend.
3: You did, maybe. But who is this we? Do you have an imaginary friend?
5: Nobody in the group hates you. Honestly, I think we could all get along great if everyone would just.
3: What? Hug it out and make friendship bracelets? Leslie, you're great, but the whole world isn't cartoons and poetry.
5: Have you ever even read Dante? No. Yeah, okay. Zach, you're great, but you don't know everything. (sighs) Thanks for the duck.
0: Another round of applause for Leslie and Pony's presentation! Yay! Whoa,
3: play Freebird!
4: Shut up. Zach, can I talk to you outside for a second?
3: Uh, sure thing, Chief. Seriously? Why are you here? Like, on the planet? I'd rather
4: leave that one to the philosophers, man. You get that your whole apathy thing is the worst kind of white boy posturing, right? Not everyone in the group can afford to do your caring is for losers routine.
3: Um, sorry. What? what? Is that not allowed? Because I can take it back.
4: Look, it's just... It's been a really, really long day, okay? Okay.
3: It's weird to see Gabe tired. It's weird to think of Gabe as the kind of person who gets tired. I kind of don't know what to do with it. Anything I can do to help? Why are you here? I don't know.
5: Hey Gabe, do you mind if we call it quits? It's time.
4: Yeah, sure thing.
3: Hey, are we still meeting Horace when he's down at Panera?
5: That's the plan.
3: Sweet. I could put away a bread bowl oh.
5: ever since he started working there, that sourdough smell follows him around like pigpens' dirt cloud. Maybe
0: I'll get like a bagel. Oh uh, Leslie, I-, I have something for you. Oh, it's not a big deal. It's just a mix I made. Some songs that made me like <sighs> some songs I think you'd maybe like. <laughs> 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 what? What? What?
4: <laughs> Zach, can we talk someplace else?
5: I um, I have a mix for you too. <laughs>
0: no way! <laughs> My car? Uh, you you go first. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. So track one. If I can just take you through this journey. <laughs>
3: Okay, now that we're living out in an FBI movie, can you...
4: Look, I need a favor.
3: what? Ooh, are you forming a cult? I'd be awesome at cults, I just know it. I love chancing, I look great in robes. You wouldn't last five minutes in a cult, they'd be begging you to leave. Screw you, man, you never know. I could have hidden aptitude. God, never mind, I, I, I'm starting over. Knock yourself out.
4: Krista wants to ask Leslie to
3: prom. Huh. And this is any of your business, because...
4: She hasn't asked yet. She's worried it won't be safe. Apparently people have been harassing Leslie. Apparently. Krista's
3: worried if Leslie starts dating a girl on top of everything else that it's going to get bad. (laughs) Don't know how she could make it worse. You've seen how she dresses.
4: She speaks really highly of you.
3: She's a sweet kid. Nobody ever accused her of good taste. I still don't see what this has to do with me.
4: No, I... <sighs> Leslie's closer than anyone to being out in the school, right? There's nobody else like her, so she bears the brunt of everyone's bigotry and prejudice. And I was thinking, if it wasn't just Leslie and Krista, if there were other couples, maybe it would...
3: Make a bigger target? Diffuse their anger. Dilute it. At
4: the very least, create some solidarity.
3: So, you want me to go around outing people? I don't think I'm qualified for, like, detective work.
4: Uh, Are you doing this on purpose?
3: What? Being completely obtuse. Is it on purpose? Usually you have no problem believing I'm an idiot. Why can't you believe it the one time I actually... You're not an idiot. Well, shucks, dude. Now I'm blushing.
4: You're just
3: intellectually lazy. Wow. Do you still need that favor? Is this your version of sweet talk? Just out of curiosity, like, how do you think it's going? I'm not trying to... Look.
4: I need you to go to prom with me. I need you to pretend to date me.
2: What? This concludes episode one of Keep It Steady. If you'd like to make more episodes possible and access a variety of bonus rewards, including your name in the morning announcements, please visit patreon.com/keepitsteadypod to become a Patreon backer. That's patreon.com/keepitsteadypod. This episode features
3: Ashton Reed as Zach,
2: Ella Moria Seat as Melissa.
4: Stephen and Rossano as Eddie. Nikki Page as Mrs. Peterson. Chris Rivera as Gabe.
1: Ishani Connickar as Tori.
4: Andy B.C. Emerson as Mike.
0: Paige Elena as Leslie. Regina Renee Russell as Krista.
3: Nat Razi as Pony. Perseus Ribello as Andy.
0: Directed by Rachel Mackenzie Callum. Production
2: coordination by Michaela Wandell, Sound effects by Phoebe Izard davy Audio mixing by Rebecca Lynn. Written by Jessica Best. Video game music
5: is Climb by Shane Ivers from SilvermanSound.com. Zach's narration music is by Chiron Starr. Closing credits music is by Jessica Best and arranged, performed, and produced by Chiron Starr.
2: And I've been Kay Watson, your morning announcements. Thank you, and have a great day, Columbus High!